the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends, and right on, right on, right on. You know, Kaz, he never lets a one-liner go by because we're going to be talking about writing on the things that God has written on your heart, transcribing them so others can uh, read what uh, God has said to you and is going to say through you. We're talking with uh, Bray Wyckoff. He's going to be in the studio with me. Actually, he's not going to be. Actually, let, let me see here. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> there he is. Right on. <laughs> Kingdom Writers Association. He and his wife, Jill, founded this Kingdom Writers Association. How many years ago? Bray? It was January 2016. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So yeah. I don't know the math. I don't. I'm not good at math. And the, how, and how many the day and the hour and the minute. Uh, I, I don't know that either. Well, come on now, <laughs> because a, a day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is over a day. Getting this right is crucial. <laughs> and my, I barely remember my birthday, <laughs> but he will probably weave that into the conversation so you can get your cards and gifts ready. Bray, we've had a good time for a long time, haven't we? Many years. And in fact, you were with me before we actually made this a program. In, we're in the fifth year now. Oh, wow. uh, you were with Pastor Barry at his yes, church, yeah, yeah. and you were the, one of the first people sitting in this small group of people praying for this to come to pass, and here we are in the fifth year. Please. Yes, I was there harassing you. I mean, praying for no, you. Yes, both. Yes, to bo- <laughs> amen to both, brother. And it's reciprocal, I got to tell you. Yeah. So, But one of the things I love about Bray is he he is a, you know, he's the good side of being a perfectionist. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> And, and he, his heart cry is to encourage other people to discover their skill set, yes. particularly if it's in writing, and to inspire them to move into that. And this has turned into a uh, uh, a regional, national, even international, international expression, hasn't yeah. it? Yep. Why don't you give a little bit of an overview there? Because we have guests calling in who are indeed m- members that are tied to uh, Kingdom Writers Association. Yeah, I'm and, really excited about that. And they're going to share some of their stuff. Yeah, we've got some incredible stories uh, just from people writing their books. But yeah, Kingdom Writers Association started with God speaking to me uh, December 2015. He said, Bray, gather my scribes and give me room to speak to them. I didn't know what else to do other than to throw it up on Facebook, and we had <laughs> and we had five people that first day, and Jill and I were two of those. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but it's grown substantially. Yeah. But not only the caliber of people, but the caliber of their writing. Oh yes, yeah. We're encouraging one another. We're we're sharpening each other. Uh, it's like the Inklings with J.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. It's just amazing watching what people are bringing forth from from their heart. Yes. You know, Bray, I have an ulterior motive, duh, you know that. And while, while, <laughs> while, while we are going to be introducing some of your prolific authors that have published new work, we're also going to use this as an enticement to you, my listening friend. You cannot escape Bray and Kaz, <laughs> because we're going to spend our time encouraging you to yes. discover your calling, and who knows, maybe God has been etching 
a book or two or three or ten inside your heart, and you yep. go, well, that's nice, but it's time to activate that. And if you are a writer, God wants to multiply that. Yes. Yeah, it's time, guys. It's it's the Lord's, it's a now season, Kaz, and uh, we're moving in a place where we don't have time to mess around. Uh, it's no longer a hobby. We have to stop treating our calling as a hobby mm-hmm. uh, and, and really answer what God had placed on our hearts to now, do. What happens? Now, you, you're a fantasy writer. I mean, you've got some orb of truth. I mean, come on, please. Yeah. And, and the dragon god and the embalmer and other works as well, and probably about a dozen other you're working on as well. Yes. I'm, but, yeah. I, I, epic fantasy, uh, children's books. I have four of those. I, historical fiction. A uh, horror thriller, The Embalmer, yes, uh, which is going after the one, leaving the ninety nine and going after the oh, one, my. yeah, and uh, with the uh, the gospels tucked right into the story. So you know, one of the things C.S. Lewis said, and I don't remember which book it was, but you you're actually using fiction and fantasy and things um, that you don't have to put scripture in verse necessarily right. to. And C.S. Lewis, and I forgot what book it was, maybe it was one of the Chronicles of Narnia books, but he says, I write fiction. Because you don't have to reconcile by every every jot and tittle, and you 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 have the freedom to be yourself without some naysayers looking on and going trying to nitpick and go oh but you said this and you know so fantasy and fiction and others my listening friend if you said I'm not going to write a book because yeah. people are going to look at me and they can say oh yeah well this is another scripture you're not even taking into consideration and the truth of the matter is if you write fantasy or fiction or something like that you yeah. have the freedom to express. God's heart through you and don't have some of the onlookers that are going, nay, nay. That's right. God will bring in the truth through your fiction. Yes. And so that's what us, our job as storytellers, I mean, the parables Jesus spoke, didn't, even the disciples they, didn't understand what he was talking about. <laughs> well, until a little bit later, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is this, and I'm facing this myself? Yes. But during the story, yeah. they didn't understand. So. Yeah. We can tell stories and let the Holy Spirit work through our storytelling to reach those people. I like it. And then there are also those who actually go the other direction and actually do footnote like crazy. And actually, some of my books have been heavily footnoted because you you know you just substantiate with the things that you're saying from a scriptural standpoint. So either way, but also the different genre includes children's books, and I'm so thrilled about that. Yes, children's books. I, I mean, our children are under attack. No and uh, it's time for us to really uh, combat this by releasing Christian Holy Spirit children's books That's right. into the world. I mean, this is it's a dark, dark time, Cass. That's right. And uh, it's time for us to actually show up and uh, be. On, we're on the front lines. We're we're in the war, and uh, whether you like it or not, it's war. That's right. And, and so it's if time you're, for us if, to get up. If you're still a chicken about that, you can do a pen name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You can hide behind another name if you like. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's totally acceptable. Yes, It's it totally is. acceptable. Yeah. So my listening friend, if you think about it, you know, you had a lot of reasons why not to do it on your wall, but there are more reasons for you to do it because if— if you don't tell the story the way that God gives it to you, he's not going to give it to anybody else the same way he gave it to you. So you have nuances that nobody else can write. That's right. I mean, every single one of us is unique, yes. and we're a peculiar people. Yes. So each one of us has a voice. So when you don't write what you're called to write, your voice is being silenced by the enemy. So we can't allow that. Yeah, but a lot of times the people wouldn't uh, define it that way. They, I just haven't gotten around to it. Or somebody else will do a better job. Really, that's really an irrelevant point of view these days with the way publishing works. Yeah, I mean, those are just excuses, and uh, we need to get into the 
into the, the, the fact that God has called you. And if he's asked you to do something and you said yes, then when we say no and we don't do it or we treat it like a hobby, then we move into disobedience. Oh, say you better say that slowly because <laughs> and listen, my friend. You know I'm not going to soft soap things. I love you. You love me. We've been together for on, in our fifth year now. My my listening friends on Come Together San Diego. But this is a vital time. It's no longer a time for me going. I'm just sitting in a pew, and after Sunday, I'm going to go back to my regular life. Well, your regular life has to be a godly life from now into eternity because we're being called for to influence lives that nobody else can influence the way that our writing can, right? Yeah, now is the time. We can't (laughs) delay any longer. This is our one life. This is your life. This is your season. This is your time, and uh, we can't relent, and we need to move forward. We need to take ground, not lose ground. Oh, I love it. And uh, and storytelling is the way to do it. And you've got people all over, actually, in different countries as well involved in things like this. We've got about two minutes. Give kind of a brief overview, then we'll tease the next segment. And my listening friend, as I say, my ulterior motive is for you to say, you know, I think maybe I can give it a try. Or you know what? You've yeah. got those hen scratches already on 150 pieces of paper, and it's time to transcribe those into an actual structured structured story in a way. And there are people around that can help you. Oh, wait a minute. I'm looking at one of them. Bray Wyckoff, Kingdom Writers Association. Association.com. Uh, you can find out a lot of information about us there. But it's really about community, Kaz, and uh, we need community. We need each other. Yeah. I need you, Kaz, Thank uh, you. to, to encourage you too, me and, and, and uh, promote me and, 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 and sharpen me, and, and the same for me, reciprocated. So we're seeing the Lord gather people, yes. uh, creatives all around the world, and that's what Jill and I have been doing. We've taken that charge. The Lord said go, and we've been driving all around the U.S. and doing Zoom calls around the world with people and starting these chapters. Oh, you're calling them chapters? They're called KWA, chapters. Kingdom yeah. Kingdom Writers. Kingdom Writers. Go figure, right? Chapters oh. in a book. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I get it. See, you know, Bray has, you know. I was you trying know, to help you out. <laughs> in, in the scripture, it talks about the first meeting, the second meeting, the fourth, even maybe as many as 70 different layers. I don't know how many layers you have, but you're full of it. Oh, excuse oh, me. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, so I my, am full of the Holy Spirit. He is. He is indeed. <laughs> We're going to talk more about that and how you, my listening friend, Y-O-U, could be, should be, might be a, a, a new author or an author of another book. We're going to delve into that a little bit more. This is to be an inspiration to you because yes. it's time for you to put together what God has given you through the Holy Spirit because he didn't give it to you just for you. That's right. He gave it to you to impact other people as well. So, it Bray, we're going to be meeting me. Meeting some, you know, meeting some of your authors. I yes. Think in the next segment, we're going to talk about. You know, we'll start out with children's book. We'll make it yeah. books and make it easy. Yeah. The uh, person that we're going to be talking about right now. Speaking of shattering stereotypes, this person is going to uh, uh, break up uh, ethnic stereotypes, and in a way that you will find most compelling. And we're going to talk more about that in the next segment. Is that okay, Bray Wyckoff? That is fantastic. I can't <laughs> wait. Well, so my listening friend Bray Wyckoff and Kaz. We'll be we'll right, right back. back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Oh, my friends, we are back indeed. And yeah, I guess you can tell from the giggling, the chuckling oh, over the other side, there were a few jokes and puns aimed at me during this break. Of those course. are off the air? <laughs> <laughs> we have those recorded. <laughs> Bring them back. Well, we have a lot of things that you're going to want to pay attention to, my friends, especially when we start introducing these writers 
who have taken a genre, if you will, and ma- mastered it and made it their own in many different ways. Um, this person, I'm going to let you, Bray, introduce this person because this is a person who is innovative. And, you know, how, how can you be innovative in a child's book? Are you kidding me? Oh, a child's man. book is really kind of the, the springboard into innovation. I'm going to have you do the introductions, and then we're going to introduce this guest of yours and mine and uh, see where this takes us. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be bringing on Jen Academia. Yes. And uh, she wrote her first children's book. Uh, just this last year, and it has been so impactful. It's been in. She's been doing book signings at Barnes and Noble. Oh, I love it! And uh, just getting in the God's opening up amazing doors for her. And remember, we talked about sometimes you can say things in kind of a fictional book or a kind of a different nuance that you can't say blatantly from Scripture because people are looking to criticize. They really are. Oh yeah. But I'll tell you what, this is an ingenious topic. Maybe we ought to bring her on. Yeah. She could probably describe it better than you. Oh and I yeah. Can. She, yeah. It's her book, so she better describe. <laughs> It really well, <laughs> Jen. Jen, you're with us, are you not? Jen, a- academia. Hi, hi, Jen. Hello, hello. How are hi. you doing? Thank you for having me. It's I'm, our pleasure. I'm doing great. Okay, so what? Get, tell, tell us about this this children's book. What is the title, and then why did you write this? And why did you title it the way you did? <laughs> <laughs> well, the children's book is called "The Story of Nero, the Mexipino Superhero." I love it. And I wrote it for my grandson, who is half Mexican and half Filipino. And it came about one night where I overheard him tell his mom, my oldest daughter, Mom, I'm not Filipino, I'm just Mexican. So, Hmm. of course, that didn't go well with me. So I did have a little talk with him. But then I started in my heart, I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if there's any multicultural, biracial children's books out there. Ooh. And unfortunately, there wasn't any. There oh, so in other words, you created your own market. That's, that's pretty right. brilliant. That's awesome. Yes. And I, I also heard that is that it's uh, pioneering and it's apostolic as well to yes. be able to do that. So God's amazing. Yep. And then I end up, um, because it didn't exist, the Lord enabled me to create it. And um, it has been an amazing journey. I didn't realize there were so many Mexipino children out there. Wow. <laughs> so, um, but the, the beauty in all of it is that, and I know a lot of us who are writing for the Lord, we just ask the Lord, just change one person's life. Go after the souls. And That's right. This not this book not only um, you know was able to bless the children, but there was even a time where I was in Zihuatanejo, Mexico, with my husband and a person that saw my post on Facebook about the book. I left my email inside the back of the book, and she actually emailed me. And we tur- it turns out she was like ten minutes away from me and wanted me wow. to come over and sign the books. And of course, I had to pray because I didn't even know who these people were. <laughs> And uh, but I felt the the release from the Lord to go over to her place and beautiful family. But little did I know that uh, she was dealing with heart issues and cancer. And she even told me that she doesn't even know why she's still alive. Okay, so but let's had, hold on, Jen. Yeah. So you had somebody, uh-huh. a family, email you because you placed your email in the book. And uh, because you wrote this book, they got their book for their child, and then they contacted you, and then you're out there at their home uh, talking to mm-hmm. them about this. And, and Yeah, well, the, the, the person that, that emailed me, I didn't even know who they were, but a friend of mine posted uh, my book on his page. Wow. And, um, and she reached out to me, and 
I go to her house, and again, she was telling me all of these major health issues she was dealing with, and and I felt the Lord just unction in my heart to ask if I can pray for her. And, you know, I, I prayed for healing, for God to intervene. She was crying, and she was like, she was basically saying, well, I want to know the Jesus that you talk about or who gave you those prayers. And then so in my heart, I just, I felt led to lead her to the Lord and she accepted Christ. Wow. Her husband accepted Christ. Come on. Family accepted Christ. And she had family coming in from out of state that were there too, that uh, purchased three of my books. So it was like a, it was like a gathering. And, and I, and of course I was like, Oh my gosh, look at you, God, look at you move and have your way. And of course I was asking just for the one, but that was just like five souls that, so Jen, you know, was, so Jen, you wrote you wrote this children's book. Was it worth it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, you wrote. <laughs> oh that was a loaded question. That, that was a Bray White loaded question. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's it is so worth it because uh, I also had a friend of mine who works for one of the elementary school districts who loved the book, and she was trying to get uh, the book in every classroom. Mm. Or if you can do that, that's a major coup. That yeah. was a major yes. coup. Yeah, and so, but she she said that superintendent loved the book, but she asked, she goes, Jen, they'll put your book in every classroom in the district, but the superintendent told me to ask you to remove the last page of your book and reprint it. And the last page of the book is Psalms one thirty nine fourteen. You are fearfully, wonderfully made. I said no. Oh, yeah. good for you, man. Yeah. Stand. Yeah. Yeah, God, God gave me that. God gave me that book, and and I, I was, you know, we're called to honor Him. And I kid you not, a few days later, I received a, an email notification that Barnes and Noble has my book inside their store for sale. Oh, very good. That's awesome. That's, that's God. That's God. And the beauty of it also, just this last, this a few weeks ago in May one of the teachers at a different elementary school asked me to come and read to their classes. And just the joy of being able to decree and declare that scripture over all those little ones in a public school. Come on, yes. You know, I just like, yes, wow. thank you, God. You know, Jen, there's a thank lot of different people being invited to read their books and influence the children in a variety of different ways. We need yes. to have people who write these kind of books who are invited into the public school system to read the books, including the last page. That's right. And speaking the last page, my friend, have you read the last pages of the Bible recently? Amen. (laughs) We're in in those times as well. And this psalm is very much uh, valid for that as well. Let me ask you a question. We've got about three minutes left in this. We're talking Uh with uh, Jen Academia and her book, Nero the Mexipino Superhero. Superhero. It's a children's book. <laughs> yes. It's remarkable. Now, uh, one of the I, I, I told Bray I have an ulterior motive is to encourage other people to <laughs> write books as well, because, you know, nobody, you said there, there was no, no market for this at this juncture, and you discovered a brand new market. My listening friend, yes. God has put stuff in your heart, but you have to get it out of your heart and on paper or, right. or, or recorded yeah. or something like that. So would, in about a minute, would you... Give us some encouragement about maybe some of the apprehensions you had as far as moving into becoming a writer, whether it's a children's book or fantasy or fiction or, or not. Uh, why don't you just spend a minute or so? I want the people that are listening here right now not only to say, that's a remarkable story, the number of people that are coming to the Lord because of her writing. I want them to make the next transition and say, 
God, you might just have me want to write too. Would you speak to that for just a minute? And Bray, I'm going to hand it back to you. We've got about two minutes left. Yeah, Jen, go for it. Tell us why. Tell us, tell us, uh, encourage some people out there that, that have the, the call to write. Yes. And it's, it's, I see it more not just a, a, a call, but more of a mandate. Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. Mandate, nice. a mandate, a mandate, a mandate, and being obedient to what the what Lord has called you to do. And um, I know, Bray, you've heard me say this before, and you've, you said it also, that if we truly love and serve a holy God, what the Lord gives us to write, mm-hmm. what He's mandated and told us to write, it's also holy. And yes. we have to treat it as such, and we have to be obedient to it. Because I was hearing you guys a few minutes ago, there is an attack over our children, yes, and what they're reading and what they're receiving. And we, it's a, it's it's like a now time, a now mm. season to yep. rise up, to to create these these books so children can truly uh, read and see who they really are and their identity. Because that's what's under attack is their identity in Christ yep. and, and who they are. And the more they're exposed to it, the more that God will use you to give glory to God and to save those little souls. Even even in elementary school, they need it more than ever. Oh, and yeah. they need to see books that look like them. That's one of the reasons why I wrote that book for my grandson. If yep. they can see that they they can identify, truly identify that uh, a children's book that looks like them and then seal it with their true identity of who Christ is. Oh, oh that God, God will take you far because oh he's my. taken me far beyond I could ever imagine. Jen Academia. So I, 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 mm-hmm. Yes, so thank you so much for yeah. spending time with us. I appreciate yeah. that. Jen. I'm looking at, at the clock. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes you have to live by the clock on the radio. So I thank understand. You so thank much. you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure. We love you, Jen. Good job. Bray, love you know, you too. God bless. God bless you, Jen. You know, my bye. listening friend, bye. before we I t- tease you about the next segment, you can get a hold of me. Uh, I've got a new website, actually. You can actually go and find out more about me by going to, write this down, come together San Diego at kprz.com. Come together San Diego at kprz.com. You can e- email me at that address and say, Kaz, you know, I like the guest, but Bray needs some, some work. <laughs> or not. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You have that freedom to do at. Uh, come together, San Diego at kprz.com. Bray, we love those comments. Yeah. <laughs> in the next segment, we're not. We're still staying in the category of uh, children's books. Yeah. But this person is remarkable because this person is a friend of yours and mine for quite some time. But this person has been able to blend other media as well. Oh yeah. And so, my listening friend, as you get this stirring for writing a book, maybe God wants to use. Uh, the written word and the spoken word and the sung word. Who knows? So we're going to talk more about that. Shall we, Bray, in the oh, next yes. segment? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> well, okay, we'll have to wait for the commercial Oh, break. I don't want to wait. Yeah, we're going to have to. My listening friend, <laughs> Bray, Bray and I are going to be anxious, not anxious in a negative way, but a godly way, excited about the next segment. <laughs> when we, oh, my. When we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello there. And my yeah. co-host is singing, come as well. on, come on, let's go, let's go. Well, you know, we, we may be writers and announcers and things like that. <laughs> singing, we're I'm, working on that. I'm trying we're my working singing on career. That. No one's picked me up yet. <laughs> and what are they going to do after they pick you up? That's the big question I have. I don't know. Bray Wyckoff. 
Kingdom Writers Association, a good friend. As you can tell, we banter a little bit. But I'll tell you what, we're really serious about yes. you discovering what your calling is and oh, moving yeah. into it. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yes. And we have uh, made a lot of good friends that are writers. Some of them don't know they're writers yet. That's right. And others are just learning. But this person in particular has been a friend of yours and mine uh, for a long time. And when you're talking about the genre of children books, she uh, she redefined that. Why don't you introduce our next guest, and we'll let we'll set her free. We'll set her free. Uh, well, welcome everyone, to, uh, Jeanette Bradley, uh, to the show, and uh, she has written an amazing children's book called "The First Twelve Days of Preschool." And uh, I want to get her on here on the line and have her talk about this because what she's done with this, the creativity that's flowing through this woman of God, is. Amazing. Amazing. Wait a minute. I wanted to say the word amazing. Jeanette Bradley, we've been friends for a long time, too, and you are an amazing lady. I met you in different environments and doing different things, and writing a book just happens to be one of them. Tell us a little bit about this book. I I like it, The First 12 Days of Preschool. I love it, but you're also (laughs) going to tell us some other nuances about that, aren't you? I am. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Super excited. Um, and, and what you said about music and singing, that is so my story, yes. which mm-hmm. is what makes this even more amazing, right? Because a lot of times, uh, so we hear God will um, equip the called. Well, this is an example for sure. So yeah. I have a preschool. This is our 25th year of having a preschool, and, and every year we put on a couple of performances, and I always try to make it different. We have siblings, and I want each show to be different for the parents that are, you know, coming again. Yep. And so one year in particular, I was trying to find a new song, and I kept hearing the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> but, you, you know, there are twos, threes, fours, fives, and, you know, what are lords a-leaping and ladies dancing? And I was like, no, it, it just doesn't quite fit. Mm-hmm. So when the kids were practicing We Wish You Merry Christmas, I started to get this download. And I started to write the words to the 12 days of preschool, which turned into the first 12 days of preschool because there already is another 12 days of preschool. So I was like, Lord, how are we going to do that? He said, well, this is the first 12 days. And I said, okay, (laughs) great. (laughs) That works. So over two practices, I wrote the words to this song, which was written for our Christmas program. Well, the kids sang it that year. They loved it. The parents loved it. And then I heard the Lord say, put it in a book. And I thought, okay, well, I don't know how to do that. So then the Lord led me to Bray and Jill Wyckoff, (laughs) and I became a member of the Kingdom Writers Association, and they held my hand through this process. So So how can you write with both, both your hands being held? I don't get that. That means I did all the work. <laughs> no way. This girl, she did all the work. Amazing. Well, uh, Bray and Jill definitely helped me, encouraged me, and yes. they also helped connect me to the people that I needed along the way. Mm. So the first stop was an illustrator, and so they connected me with the wonderful Anna Fox, who did amazing illustrations. And then after we... We're getting the book published. The Lord said, we're going to make this into a song, Mm. (laughs) and I want you to sing on it. So I have taken voice lessons for years and years (laughs) and years, and um, I still can't. 
find harmonies. Mm. So <laughs> that tells you, right? See what I'm saying? Well, it's definitely going to so, be the Lord that does this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, there's I'm hope for us, like Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think there. I think there is. Well, maybe for me. <laughs> so, Jeanette, I, I mean, yes. so I, I, you know, I was with you. We were working on broadcast-related stuff at the time, and um, you, you, this idea about the music thing, and you were just pulling it together. Um, and all of a sudden, you find yourself in an environment and a media, where, a medium where you're winning awards because of the way you blended the written word and, and the sung word, and you may have even included. Uh, you know, audio and maybe even some video relations as well. Tell us about how this transition from just a, you know, children's book into a multimedia production. Yeah. Well, well, after we, uh, thanks to uh, Bray, I was able to meet a recording artist, Lady Day. Mm-hmm. She and I, my grandson and my best friend's daughter, went into the recording studio and we recorded the first 12 Days of Preschool song. Um, one of my former parents and friend, compose the music it was just the way the lord did it yes. was yeah. crazy and then he said we're going to make a music video and oh, i went dear lord what <laughs> dear what? lord that's amazing <laughs> so uh i was connected with uh someone that does this regularly um bradley rapier from groovaloos and very very experienced wonderful work that they do and I mean, it's it's really great quality. So, you know, you it, it's going to cost you money, right? And so I said, Lord, I, I, I don't know how to pay for this, so I'm not sure what you want me to do. And he says, well, I own the cattle on a thousand mm. hills. And the gold <laughs> and the silver are mine. Yes. Do the math. <laughs> Come on. Right? I've heard and those he words said, from him before as well. <laughs> And he so said, good. this is a daddy-daughter project. Mm. Ooh, and I wow. said, okay. So uh, they came down from L.A., and we, we filmed for, for two days with all of the kids. And it is done so well. And uh, my part merely is that I had a vision for confetti. <laughs> so confetti. Not everybody has him. a vision for confetti. <laughs> Right, and I said, you can take anything out, but I want confetti. So he left in the confetti. Um, But then we we did just win um, seven Tully Awards for for our video. And we also won um, Creative Child's Magazine's 2022 Book of the Year Award. Oh, my. Come on. Jeanette Bradley. Praise God. Actually, Bray, we know her. Yes, we actually know her. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have her autographed book right here. I know, I know. I Everyone, sad. get her book. First twelve days of preschool, and then also find her on a YouTube. You can watch the music video, um, which is spectacular, by the way. And, and hear and, the and hear the song. And hear the song. Yeah. And what's the what's the way that people can get to this information, Jeanette? Bradley? Well, the YouTube Jeanette Crystal Bradley. We'll pull up the video. And one of the things that I wanted to say was also, so the Lord just loves when we give, right? And so we were able to partner with the Olivia Hudson Foundation, and we just donated 20 books to Children's Hospital. Because this this book, this project is anointed with the joy of the Lord. And I have seen adults, I have seen children be full of joy as they're singing and dancing. And you have to see it because... 
it, it sounds great in theory, right? But until you really look at it and you're part of it, it's it's a whole different feel, yes. and and you will feel the joy of the Lord. So, like you were talking about earlier with Jen about how you know we are called to write these books. There's a lot of books out there that the enemy is using to attack our children. And this is one that, that God has given me to steward. And that's yeah. what it is. Like, this is, this is a gift from the Lord. This is way beyond me. So and um, it, it's a privilege to be able to be on here wow. and, and to talk about it. Jeanette Bradley, a, a longtime friend of Brazen Mind as well. Yeah. But you don't have to be a longtime friend of us. When you, you get connected with the Kingdom Writers Association, and once you know Bray, uh, and his beautiful bride, you will say, I've known these guys for eternity, but you've only <laughs> known them for a few minutes because they are so engaging. Yeah. Thank you, Jeanette, for joining us on Jeanette, this. thank you. And Bray, we've got a, a remarkable show, and I just kind of mentioned your wife's name in passing here, Jill Wyckoff. In fact, she's the bright and morning star from my perspective. She's yes. great. You know, I love that girl. <laughs> I love her too. <laughs> oh, you and do? you know what? I think we're going to have her on next, aren't we? <laughs> yes, because we're talking about creativity and book writing, but... Uh, I think your, your wife, Jill Wyckoff, has gone another step rather than just creativity in book writing. It's supernatural creativity oh, yeah. in book writing, and that even changes the rules a lot more. So my listening friend, Bray Wyckoff, and I, and his wife, Jill Wyckoff, and other stories about writing a book that are going to entice you to become an author, we're going to talk about those Stay things. Stay with us. Yeah, when we come right back. Yeah. Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. Hello. I, I wonder if uh, you're thinking about writing a book yet. I mean, Bray and I are working like crazy on it, stirring you to make that next step. I'm excited for what's <laughs> to come out of each one of you listening to this. I believe the Holy Spirit's talking to people today, Kaz. Oh, no so question. write about it. it now. Some people, like me, sometimes he gives the title first, Yes, and then I springboard out of the title, and sometimes people gives you the voluminous work, and then you go, what do I call this thing? Yes. But either way is fine, because yep. God's built you customized you so yes, right. can be customized as well. <laughs> wow. The hardest part is just writing it. Yeah, that's right. Well, I have a favorite, one of your favorite people, I think probably the most favorite humanoid in, yeah. in the earth. Is and and be my joining. favorite author. <laughs> Why don't you do an introduction and I'll, I'll, I'll tighten down your introduction. <laughs> you, you clean you it go. up. Well, I'll clean it up a little yeah. bit. Well, I'm going to bring on my amazing wife, Jill Wyckoff. We've the? Been, yes, the, the? Jill Wyckoff. <laughs> uh, she's, she is definitely my better half. Oh, my. And uh, we've been married for 29 years. My. And uh, excited to have her on here with us to talk about her books, Supernatural yeah. Creativity and her other books. Yeah, she could talk about a bunch of things that God's stirring up as far as that may turn into books as well. Oh, Jill yeah. Wyckoff, the Jill Wyckoff, how are you? <laughs> That's a lot to live up to, the way you guys portray me, but I'm doing well, and it's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and another thing she is, she's humble, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Brazic was excited to have you share this book on supernatural creativity, but you know, a lot of people are writing books and you could call them natural creativity and they would be right, but this mm. is uh, super special because it's supernatural. Talk a little bit about the the creativity or the, the how, how Holy Spirit stirred you to come up with this name, but beyond the name, writing the book that deals with this. Jill Wyckoff. Wyckoff. 
<laughs> chill life up. <laughs> yeah, you know, God is so good. And um, I love to create. I love to be creative. Um, but I never knew that God could use my creativity for his glory. And so uh, I started a few years ago finger painting. That's what I do. I paint with my hands because I don't know how to use brushes. And Other God people call it nail polish. Me. No, I guess not. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, And so I was just, you know, minding my own business, doing my own thing. But God really did pour into me uh, what he can do through creative expression. And so as Christians, we are imbued with the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. So whatever we create in collaboration with him carries his presence and his power to heal, save, deliver. It is supernatural. It is naturally supernatural for us Christians to move that way. It's not mystical or magical. It is because of who is inside of us. Well, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and shall also quicken your mortal body and also quicken your mortal writing as well, I suspect, huh, Jill? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You're writing, you're dancing, you're painting, whatever, you're baking, whatever your creative expression is. And uh, But, you know, because creativity kind of gets downplayed, we as creatives tend to downplay our own, um, our own giftings, our That's own right. anointings. We discredit it. We say, oh, writing is just a hobby, or, you know, nobody will really care about my finger paintings. What can they do? And yet, when we submit to God and obey his call to do this, we literally take on the Zechariah 1 mandate, which is to terrify the enemy. God calls in the craftsmen, the creatives, to terrify the enemy, to throw them down. And that puts a whole different weight on us as creatives, as writers, um, and so that's why I wanted to write this book, because I started seeing how God uses his, uh, our collaborative efforts for restorative impact. I've seen it over and over. The testimonies. Yeah, let's, let's, go, let's go into a testimony, Jill. Tell us, tell us how this works, like taking something that we do naturally and then letting God, the Holy Spirit, charge it and make it supernatural. Okay, here's a great uh, testimony when we were in Austria painting in a park uh, as part of a church outreach. I painted a um, just an abstract painting, and an older woman came to me and said, how much is that painting? That painting is for me. I must have that painting. Mm-hmm. Long story short, she did get that painting. I had painted abstractly a prophetic word that she had for healing three years prior. Now, she needed healing from what her father, a Nazi, had done to the Jews. And that manifested in a lot of illness and trauma throughout her whole life. She carried the weight of that. Apparently, God knew it. I painted the prophetic word for her healing. And the other part of that story, uh, the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say, is that I am Mm -hmm. a Jew by my birth. I am a Christian by my, uh, my choice, but I am actually Jewish. So she was traumatized by what her father and Nazi had done to the Jews, and God used a Jew to paint her healing. Come on. Wow. So that's, that's, that's what we're talking about, guys, supernatural yeah, creativity. And, and, and Jill's just in the park. 
painting, a finger painting, abstract yeah. painting, and then this lady comes up saying, you painted what the Lord spoke to me or, or gave me a vision of three years prior. Mm. And here it is, she's traumatized by her dad being a Nazi and what he had done to the Jews. Oh, yes, And she lived all of this, and we're in Austria, and a lot of people are dealing with that still to this day. Oh, my. And uh, the, the trauma went away because a Jew, Lord sent a Jew out there to paint her healing. Jill. And we've seen it over and over and over again. We've seen people healed through people praying over baked goods. We've seen people healed uh, on the streets through abstract finger paintings. We've seen people healed and saved and brought to a saving relationship with Jesus Christ mm. over 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 finger paintings. And mm. so, you know, it's it's great that I can do this, but it's greater that everyone can do this. Yes. So what we're doing is arming people to, to pick up that mandate and run with it. And that's what this book does. It helps people walk it out. There's biblical foundation. There's science and poetry and art and reflections and activations to inspire the reader to take action and step in. You know, Jill, yeah. let, me, let me take a step back and look at it from other people's standpoint that may be a little bit apprehensive. I, I think there are a lot of people, particularly if you're, you're a believer and you've read the Bible, you know, you say, these things certainly are possible— and uh, I believe that the Spirit can do that, but I doubt that he's going to use me. And mm. I think that the whole point is he desires to use everybody who's his kid because the, anybody who's not his kid refuses to let him use them. He use them, too. Sometimes in Scripture you see non-believers being used by God's Spirit, and they do miraculous things anyway. But particularly those who have a faith in God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jesus Christ himself, if you have a faith in that, he, by your very design, he's built you to do the supernatural things. Would you like to, I, I know that there are a lot of listeners out there going, those things are true, the Bible's true, but not through me, but not through me. <laughs> yeah. Would you just spend about a minute, we've got about two, two and a half minutes left in this segment. Jill Wyckoff, would you spend a moment, I just want you to really, 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 you get, you get my message? <laughs> I want you to really encourage the listener who says, yeah, writing is valid, people may have these innovative ideas through Holy Spirit. But not me. I want you to. I want you to change their way of thinking in sixty seconds. Actually, fifty-eight seconds left now, Jill. <laughs> let's let's nail it to the cross. God is your <laughs> Father. He is your Creator. He created you to create. Your His DNA, the Master Creator's DNA, runs through you. If you are wondering or telling yourself that you can't can't do it. Wait a minute, you can't can't do it. I love it. (laughs) You can't do it, or who are you to to think that you can do it? I will ask you to ask yourself, who is telling you this? Who are you listening to? Are you listening to the voice of the enemy who wants you not to create, not to glorify God? Are you listening to the voice of your Father who Mm. says, imitate me? Yes, imitate me. Jill, thank you for joining us. And one more time, just a quick title of your book. Supernatural Creativity, Creating with God for Restorative Impact. And it is found where? On Amazon, Jill Elizabeth Wyckoff. Very good. I like the Elizabeth part as well. <laughs> Scriptural. <laughs> Bray, thank and Jill, thank you for joining us. My listening friend, uh, Bray and I are going to be back in the next segment, but I wanted to just tell you something about something that's going on um, in a concert on July 27th. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a concert, and it's called the... Maverick City Music and Kirk Franklin Kingdom Tour. Uh, interesting words, uh, interesting spiritual things going on, and song as well. This is happening on the 27th of July. Um, 
uh, this year, and you can find out more about this because it's something, you know, worship and praise, creativity, all these things are going on there, too. It's uh, at Cal Coast Credit Union Open Air Theater at SDSU, my listening friend. Tickets are on sale now, Ticketmaster.com, or guess where? KPRZ.com, KPRZ.com. Bray, we have an interesting time. We have a guy on the line next time. Next yes. Time, and he's, he's going to talk about a, something called marriage. Yeah, marriage for <laughs> guys. He's going to be talking about how to, how to find that wife. Yes, and once you find them, how to keep them. <laughs> what to do. <laughs> what, do yeah, what do you do? My listening friend, that and other major revelations are coming in this next segment. We'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, thank you, my friends. This is a compelling uh, show because it's going to hopefully compel you to turn from a uh, warming a seat somewhere into actually getting up in the morning when the Lord stirs you or in the evening, whenever. But I always like the more early morning hours because you get a lot more done. Right. And Let's inscribing go. stuff. Let's and just go. P- put the thoughts down on paper and then let the Holy Spirit, as Jill Wyckoff said in the previous segment, uh, use the whole, let the Holy Spirit in, tell you how to infuse those things and knit them together. So My good. listening friend, it, it, we are at those times, the stuff that you've, Said, I have a kind of a tendency to write things down. It's no longer a tendency; it's a calling. Right? Yes, right? it is a calling. It is time, guys. We got to get out of out of our seats, um, out of our own heads, and start moving in our hearts because we actually need to get into the seats and start writing. Oh my! Get out of your <laughs> heads and into your hearts. <laughs> yes, and let that flow onto the paper. Onto the paper. Oh, come on, Bray. Let's do it. And you know, we've been talking about children's books. We've been talking about supernatural books that are actually written to uh, tell you that the Holy Spirit is actually writing through your fingers. Yep. I, I like that. But now we're going to change the gears just a little bit and have somebody who talks about a very literal daily issue, especially for those who are married or yes. almost married. We're going to be talking to Dan Farno, yes. and uh, he wrote an interesting book called The Quest for Marriage. It's a guy-friendly relationship book, and uh, it's a Christian man's adventure in finding a wife and more. And how unique is that? So welcome, Dan, to the show. Hello, Dan. Hi, how are you doing? We're doing fine. I was excited to hear about you and this remarkable book, um, The Quest for Marriage, which is a Christian's adventure in finding a wife and more. And I, I, I kind of drew close attention, and I'm circling the last part. It says, and more, because there are so many things. You know, I've been married for since 77, 7777. And I can tell you, every day I'm learning more about the godly ways of administering is in teamwork with my wife. I'll yeah. tell you, it's amazing. So Dan Farno, I'm going to let Bray conduct this interview because <laughs> you, you know, he's one of the founders of, of kingdom writers association. You know, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure do. And thank you so much for having me. This is such it's a, a pleasure. Privilege. Yeah. It's awesome to have you here. And, and Dan, I'm, I, you know, I've been reading some of your book, the quest for marriage. Uh, what a unique, uh, uh, book. What, 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 what did God, call you why did god call you to write this book what what's going on well i just look for from a practical standpoint i actually first went to the church when i was 22 so i actually come from a non-religious background and the 10 years i was at this church it felt like dating was more of a taboo topic yeah it was unintentional but it really felt that way 
they always just talked about having boundaries with opposite sex. And then when it came to relationships, they would always say, be absent until marriage. <laughs> what I would do is I resorted to books to learn these things. And they were generally written by therapists and pastors. And they talk about the ideal standards in the relationship. And I felt like it was more female friendly. What I would always wonder is, what are we supposed to do when we're in a relationship? And what challenges do I need to be prepared for? And then I never saw the authors share their whole dating story including the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, because you know that it's there. You know they didn't handle it perfectly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, one of the things that you said in, the bo- in your book is um, finding relationships inside church is risky business. <laughs> oh, my. Yes, it is. Maybe there's a lot of presumption going into that. You know, my, my mate-to-be is a believer as well. Uh, they have the wrinkles and the issues as well as anybody else. And sometimes it's even more ingrained. <laughs> and, you know, look in the mirror when you say that. Yeah. And you alluded to it, Dan, when you're, when you're talking about uh, these boundaries that we're called to do in church, while at the same time you're trying to find a godly woman. So how do we, how do we manage that? Yeah, that's a really good question. I could just say from my experience, too, when a couple did try a relationship, it felt more like a stab in the dark. Yeah, a stab in the dark. And if the relationship didn't work out, either one or both of them would end up leaving the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I did is I actually wrote more about, or I'm sorry, I wanted to answer more from the beginning. I was just sharing more practical steps. Actually, the best answer to your question, I talked about even just talking to somebody on the phone for a little bit and just see if there's anything there, even though you're just talking about something practical, such as, coordinating an event <laughs> right yes. yeah instead of just taking a stab in the dark and then going to ask the pastor for permission to ask someone out even though you really have no idea how they are in a relationship or if you have any chemistry together yeah it's truly a quest <laughs> oh yes absolutely wow. yeah so what i did do though is i did share actually my story i shared about how i started a relationship, I want to say, seven years into my walk with God, and how it was a disaster, because I was just going by the seat of my pants. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so I shared that. I shared stupid things I did. At the same time, I talked about the practical things that I had to overcome, such as learning how to communicate with the opposite sex, and how to build a relationship with her family, how to get an engagement ring, and so on. At the same time, I did make it fun. Oh, that's good. I'll tell you what. You know, there are a lot of people that they go into a marriage with preconceived notions. You know, and the fact, you know, one of the greatest shopping areas for a, for a spouse is going to church and looking around and going, that one has possibilities, that one has possibilities, and they may be eyeing you and going, that one has possibilities. I can, I, you know, I, that's material that I can work with. And that, that makes it very dangerous because they're planning, or you, you're planning to work on them, to adjust them to how you want them to be when— I can just tell you from experience, it's God's strategy to change both of you to being more like him. And both need sincere work. And if you think, you know, sometimes my wife says, you think you got it all together. And as soon as she said that, I get convicted by Holy Spirit. And I go, you're exactly right. I do not. So more and more, we've been married for 40 plus years now. And, And so I realize that a lot of the things that she said before that I discounted, 
I need to revisit those now. Yes. <laughs> so I yeah. appreciate that. So, Any other words of wisdom? We've got about yeah. two or three minutes left in this segment. Well, actually, I was going to ask you, do you feel like you have it all together now after 44 years of marriage? Well, I tell you what, I was in the hospital with a life and death experience of, uh, in uh, early April, and I had to depend on my wife more than ever before. And yep. after coming out of that, when it was a near-death experience, I realized I needed to entrust her like I'd never done before. So she's, now she's saying, you know, you're just different. Mm. So part of it is, I, you know, I used to be very vocal in how much I thought I knew. But now I realize I don't really know that much, and you have to surround yourself horizontally with other people that know pieces that you don't know. And, I, I, and you interact more because God was interacting through not only you but your, your spouse or people horizontal with you. And it's not – this isn't my segment. This is your segment. Break. <laughs> carry this. We've, we've had about a minute and a half. I've talked too much already. My wife would say, shut up, Kaz. No, yeah, I just encourage that. everyone to go, go get the Quest for Marriage uh, on Amazon. And uh, Dan Farnow, F-A-R-N-O-W, and uh, he's done a brilliant job writing this book from his heart and from his experiences and how much we can learn from each other. Oh, exactly. Uh, And writing is so crucial to learn from one another, and it's something that God is near and dear to God's heart for us and calling us as writers to write for him. Yes. Dan, Dan, would you do this a favor for me right now? I want you to— Sure. Get get as close to 60 seconds as you can. It can be under 60 seconds, but not much over— and now that I'm talking too much, it has to be 45 seconds. But, but Dan, I want you to encourage people that uh, may be just thinking about writing a book to take that next step. Take the next step. Dan Farnow. Oh, absolutely. I would encourage you to take the next step. What I did is I actually was just doing this for fun, and then one thing led to another, and then it really started to come together as a story. And especially when you write from your heart or something that really makes you tick, that's really what makes it special for somebody. Yes. Thank you. My listening yep. friend, I, I hope... get my book. You're going to learn from my own mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's, I like there's some doozies in there. There's some Dan good, good stuff. Uh, okay. A quick way that we can find out about your book. Where do we go? Uh, mainly sells on Amazon. Just look up The Quest for Marriage. Okay. Or you can look up my name, which is... Dan Farno, but it's easier to find the quest for marriage. <laughs> I like it. Dan, thank you for spending time Thanks, with us. Bray, you found a nugget here. Yeah, really he's a great did. guy, great thank, guy. Thank you, Dan. So my listening friend... Thank you, gentlemen. It's a pleasure. You know, my listening friend, we've only just begun. <laughs> In the next segment, I mean, we're, we're talking about people that uh, God gives storylines to. Mm-hmm. This next person is not only has a storyline, but it's a very true storyline, and speaking of life and death experiences, wait until you hear our next author, Bray, a, a, a quick 15-second teaser on this, and then we'll take a break. Bray, hey, Wyckoff. Julie, I, I Shaker, on, Julie Shaker is going to be joining us. She's a pastor, and she uh, literally fell from the sky and lived to tell about it. So we're oh. going to talk to her about this. <laughs> you got it, my friend. Join us in the next segment when we come, oh my, when we come right back. <laughs> More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. Hey. We're back. We're back. That was Bray Wyckoff. I didn't even introduce him. He jumped on in. Please, Bray Wyckoff, Kingdom Writers Association. And I, an outspoken in a godly way, an outspoken guy. In fact, he and his wife, uh, they re- they reach out and they speak out to people about becoming writers, and, yeah. Uh, so that's really the impetus of this show, isn't that right, Bray Wyckoff? It is time to write. It's time to write. 
Right on. And writing will help you right the wrongs that the enemy has been putting in front of your face. Oh, yeah. oh my, my. Too much darkness being released into the world, ladies That's and gentlemen. Right. That's Time right. for us to, to write for him. Yes, yes. And light for him because and of light, the darkness. Light it up. Oh, my. You know, we could just go from here. Light it up. And go Let's right go. down the tubes Come all on. by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's nice to have somebody. We talk about miracles all the time, but it's always nice to have somebody who is actually experienced a bona fide miracle and used that as kind of the springboard into their messages. Yeah. Why don't you do with the introductions of our next guest? Oh. And my friend, uh, get ready. I mean, you know, you've heard some Come remarkable on. stories. Buckle up. And I mean that in a literal sense as though you were, I don't know, in an airplane. I'm just going right? to read I'm just gonna read this short little thing. And we're going to have Julie Shaker on here, Pastor Julie Shaker. Julie Shaker is the girl who fell from the sky and lived to tell about it. Literally, I'm, and I'm reading from her book called Messed Up. Recalculate the direction of your life and find your way forward. And we want to welcome Julie Shaker to the show. Hey, Julie. Hi. How are you guys today? We're, we're doing good. We're doing fine, thanks. And you're tied to the ministry at the movement, Pat. Pat Lynch. Is that right? Yeah, Pastor Pat. I've been. At, I have been at the movement for gosh, going on 19 years. 19. Oh, I've acted in the role. I know a long time. And I've acted in the role of executive pastor for probably about nine years now. Fantastic. Well, Pat Lynch, I think I remember his name when we were doing 24-hour worship and praise back in the the day, and that's still going on. My my listening friend, here's the deal. When you hear about uh, uh, Julie's story, it's going to blow your mind. You go, you know, miracles are not for today anymore. Oh, yeah? Well, (laughs) listen to this, Bray. Yeah, I mean, uh, Julie. I mean, your 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 story is incredible, and God's using it in a mighty way. And how much of our listeners out there that God wants to use our story? And you wrote your story out in this book called "Messed Up," and I love the title. And everybody has messed up at least once in their life, right? Um, so yeah. let's let's walk through this. What what uh, what brought this book about? And uh, let's start diving into your story a little bit. Sure. Well, thank you. I love to tell the story. So so it is true. Many years ago, I literally found Jesus somewhere between falling from the sky and hitting the ground. So wow. just really had the, the title messed up is is I literally say my resume was um, by the age of 20, I was a two-time college dropout, divorced, single mom, living with mm-hmm. a angry, drug-addicted, violent man um, who was not the baby's daddy, selling drugs, involved in large-scale cocaine trafficking. And then one day, literally in a stolen drug plane, it falls from the sky, and somewhere between there and hitting the ground, I had an encounter with Jesus. My, my, what? my. Okay, Let, let's go into this. Yeah, dive on in. Oh, no pun intended either. <laughs> dive right in. Yeah. Yes, and so I think that as we're talking about writing out your story, so for, for 35 years, this has been the lens, I think, that I look through, this lens that everybody has messed up at least once in their life, that that sometimes you find yourself in a place you never expected to be. Mm-hmm. And over the years of being in ministry and youth, you name it, I've done every ministry, this is the one thing, something in my life is messed up and I feel powerless to change it. Almost every pastoral counseling session comes down to that. Something is messed up and I feel powerless to change it. Or people will sit and say, I have a messy 
person in my life. And so through the years, my lens has always been this very, there is nobody outside of God's reach. There's nobody, there's no lost yep. cause. And everyone kept saying, you've got to write this story. It's absolutely incredible. There's no way you should have survived the plane crash. There mm-hmm. absolutely is no way I should have survived. And 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 then finally, at, at the age of 58, I decide, okay, I've been talking about this for so many years. I mm. think it's time to write it down. And that literally, that plane crash was the catalyst in my life that caused me to recalculate the direction that I had been moving in in my life and then begin to begin the process. And it, it is a process of finding my way forward. But there needed to be this catalytic moment where everything recalculated and now my destination was eternity, eternity with God. And what does that mean? But but like I say in the book, life isn't a movie. We have to live out the scenes. Oh, and, yeah. and so walking away from that was a very long journey of of someone who was, people would say, you were such, I, my life was so messed up. I had a, I had a three-year-old, well, zero to three-year-old through that time in my life and dragging him through all of this and people who just didn't know how to help me. And, and so having to walk that out, I finally was able to, in this book, document when people say, how did you do it? And just be able to document, well, this, it, 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 it doesn't seem super glamorous or deep, but this was the process that I walked through. And now I'm an executive pastor, so that that people are always like, aren't you a pastor? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking with Julie Shaker, and she's the author of a book called Messed Up. And my friend, I am sure in the private times of your life, you may not want to declare this to others, but in the private times of your life, you may say to the Lord, or you may just say, not even knowing the Lord, but just making a declaration, you know, these things are messed up in my life, and I just don't really know what to do about it. Well, ta-da, the good thing is Jesus is listening through his Holy Spirit, and he wants to intervene in your life and cause you to be an inspiration in other people's lives who are also messed up, as Julie Shaker will share with you. Julie, continue. Yeah, so one of the things that that when I set out to write the book, and it's funny because people always say, oh, you have to write your story down. And one of the challenges that I faced was, I mean, it's a great story, but oh, I've heard so many stories through the years. When you have a story like mine, people start to tell you their story and you go, oh my gosh, that's an incredible story. And this was a miracle. When, when I, the next day after the plane crash, there's a whole story. Was of the, the, plane, did the plane crash as well? You fell out of the plane and the plane also crashed? No, I was in the plane and it crashed. And we were, it was a freak electrical storm. We lost, it was a stolen, it was a stolen drug plane. And we were taking it to um, the person who was owed money. And it was used to, to carry drugs back in the, in the eighties. And, and it, it lit the instrumentation went out, it ran out of gas and there was a freak electrical storm. And, (laughs) So literally, we just fell from the sky. So there, and there it was fell, a little the, the bit plane of, fell from the sky, but so did you. You fell out of the plane as well. Yeah. No, I was still in the plane. Okay, was so this plane. was a this was a an actual plane. The crashing. plane itself crashed, and and you were in it because one of your shoes remained in the plane. <laughs> one of my shoes remained oh in the my. plane. So what happened was the as we we're going down, I'm bargaining with the Lord. I'm bargaining. I I, yeah. I had had some friends who had tried to tell me about Jesus, and you know, I was the one that just never listened until. 
until somewhere in between falling and hitting the ground. And, and right before I, I landed and I'm, I'm, my heart is settled with Jesus. And I just hear the Lord say, just don't, just when the plane hits you, hit it back. And so hope kind of comes into my heart and I just, I hang on and the plane lands and it's night and everything's smoky and somehow I get out on the wing of the plane, I don't know how, and slide down and the plane kind of, you know, explodes um, into flames. And anyways, long story, the next day I go back because I don't have a shoe, one of my shoes is missing. And I talk to the investigator that is working the plane crash site. And he says, well, who are you? I I was in the plane. I was in this seat. No, you weren't. You couldn't have been. You couldn't have been in that seat. And I said, no, I was. I sit in the same seat in this type of plane all the time. And so he walks me over and he says, lady, if you were in that seat, it would be a miracle because it doesn't exist. And there's a tree just lodged into the place, you know, where the the remains of this crash site. And I look down and I see my shoe and I pull it out and I said, this is my shoe. I am a miracle. And it was, oh, there's a shoe on the front of the book and people always ask why is there a shoe? It's all muddy. And and because it was the, it was the evidence that, Uh, that this was ab- an absolute miracle that God had intervened in my life and that the, in, in a way that was so miraculous. And I was going to need to remember that shoe because in the next year I was stalked. I was kidnapped. You don't get out of these situations easily. Oh I was, I was chased. I was stalked. I was kidnapped. I was beaten. I was, you know, the, wow. getting away from the, these types of groups is no small feat. And I, I needed to remember that my life was a miracle, that God oh was my. for me. And, you know, and, and hang on to that as I walked through getting free. Well, Julie, we, we have to take a break here, but we don't want to let you go because yeah, you're still crafting the story in our hearts. Yeah. We need to hear more. There's more. Julie Shaker and a book called Messed Up. Bray, we've got more to ask her about, I'm sure, because I know you're enticed by this topic, but look in the mirror. God's got topics. Maybe they're fiction. I mean, that's fine, too. But God's got topics for you to write as well. And Julie, I hope you're going to work with us to encourage other people to pick up a pen or write on their keyboard or whatever to write as well, because people need to hear what God through Holy Spirit is sharing with you. Is that right, Julie? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It's right with Bray as well. My listening friend, we've got more to share about this and many other things that's going to put you closer to actually inscribing that book that God has been pouring into you to pour it back out again when Bray Wyckoff and Julie Shaker and I come right back. That's right. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego's Kaz Taylor here, introducing my... Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back to a commanding show. It's really remarkable, and I have an yeah. ulterior motive, and Bray does too, to encourage you to actually determine that you're going to write stuff down and then let Holy Spirit blend it together into a usable story that will be inspirational. Bray Wyckoff, we, we kind of left people hanging up in the air, so to speak. That's kind of a little <laughs> little pun there, because we're talking about a lady who actually, and a plane, and she crashed, and it was an ins- unsurvivable moment, yet... She lived. She lived. And so, Bray, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and this author's name is Julie uh, Shaker, and uh, 
Her book is called Messed Up. But before you do, my listening friend, I need to tell you, you know, I now have a website that you can go to and you can say, you know, that show with Bray Wyckoff and those authors was absolutely remarkable. <laughs> and I, and then you can tell me why you thought you liked it. And then I'll, I'll think about sharing it with Bray. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, but let me give you the website for getting a hold of me and you can write me notes and say, I have an idea for a show or I have an idea for a book and uh, I, I will visit that. And that the, the way that you can get a hold of me is listen and write this down. Come together, San Diego, all one squish together. Come together, San Diego at kprz.com. And uh, I'll be looking for your notes. Bray, it's amazing story. You know, yeah. my listening friend, what we do in the, during the commercial breaks is we talk about how we're going to launch into the next segment. And Julie, you'll appreciate this as well. Julie Shaker, and she's uh, one of the ministers over at the movement in San Diego County. Yeah. But we were comparing notes and saying, how do we launch into this? And Bray says, something that she said struck me. And as he said it, I had looked at my, I had all written the very phrase yeah. theology down here. And you can read it first, and then I'll, I'll say I wrote it down first, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, Julie, when you were talking about uh, falling from the sky and, and, uh, and you were, you were uh, wrestling with the Lord, uh, you said something that he, you heard him say, undeniable and very clearly. He said, when the plane hits you, hit it back. When the plane hits you. I wrote the same thing down. When the plane hits you, hit it back. And one of the other comments that you made I'm, we're going to ask, ask you to elaborate on is you have to walk out the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, when they receive the Lord, they think it's going to be just rosy and there's nothing going to happen. But that's not the case. The case is things are going to happen, but now you're equipped for those things to happen. Speak to those things, would you please, Julie mm-hmm. Shaker? Yes, yes. That that when the plane hits you, hit it back. And I think that that thought or that, that word that I heard from the Lord stemmed from this struggling of you pretty much believe you're going to die. And in that point, I thought you don't survive plane crashes, and we knew we were going to crash. And so you're, you're you're kind of having your you're wrestling with God. Okay, fifty percent, I'll give you. Just let me live. But at some point in my heart of hearts, genuinely, I I remember saying to the Lord, I actually don't care if I live or die. I just want to be with you. Wow. I just want to be with you. And and it was in that moment that literally I felt everything change because that was the lordship of Christ being established in my life like you are 100% in charge of my life and this is all that matters and and it, literally i the, the plane is crashing i i begin to sing the only like two praise songs that i learned in like a 5 minute stint that somebody had taken me to church the plane <laughs> is crashing i am i am singing you know i've got peace like a river <laughs> and then at some point this this the Holy Spirit says to me, Julie, you got to fight when the plane hits, hit it back. Yeah. Hold on, fight. And it was this hope that kind of springs forth, like, I might not die. I might, God might actually have a different plan. And, and so that was the thing, that moment where the Lordship is, is established in your life and then all things become possible. Things that are impossible become possible. And, and that's the thing that God sometimes says, like, Julie, fight that do not let go of this because i have this for you and so then yes when 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 you walk away and that's the thing life isn't a movie if this was a movie you'd Mm -hmm. see this girl a year later and her life's just wonderful and you know she's everything's rosy but that's 
not the case when people have messy situations. That's right. What messy situations oftentimes take a very they take a very long time to work out the details of them because there were things in my heart, there were things in my in the people groups that the, there were physical, practical situations that I was living in that I had to walk out, and God was at the center of every single one of them, but they weren't easy. And therein lies the the real reason why I wrote this book. Yep. I wrote this book because there because I believe there is no lost cause, and I wanted the person who is sitting in that, who is stuck, sitting in that situation thinking, I have no idea how I'm going to be free of this. I wanted her to be able to pick up a book. It's written so simply. It's a hundred pages. There's questions at the end of each chapter. I wanted her to be able to pick up a book and just walk through some very simple steps to recalculate her life and begin to move forward. And that was, I bought, and I always say I bought it to sew. So we give it free to any kind of restorative ministries. And we find that, that women are saying, this is the first book I've ever finished. Thank you for writing it in a relatable way. I, I hear your voice and I'm reading it. And I'm thinking I, I can, I can recalculate my life. There is no lost cause. I'm not a lost cause. And so that was really the heart of why I wrote it. But here's why, here's the Holy Spirit and how awesome he is. I wrote it for that reason. But one of the, the most valuable things that I'm hearing is that there's one chapter called Messy People. And I wrote that for anyone who has a messy person in their life, someone who is breaking their heart, and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to help. And I have found almost more positive feedback from people who are saying, thank you for helping me get into the mind of of my messy person, and they're right. finding grace, and they're finding freedom to love them, and they're finding peace, and they're, they're able to go, you know what, it's okay, I can build a bridge of love to this person and begin to have joy in them again. Yeah, and, Julie, your, so your, 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 your word that the Lord gave you actually applies to the people walking it out, because when I was reading, when the plane hits you, hit it back, and that's the, the messiness of, of people's lives. And I was hearing mm-hmm. when the light, when life hits you, when the mess hits you, hit it back. And, right. um, and that's such a powerful word for Remarkable. us to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, what mm-hmm. you're, the message in this book is so powerful and, and, and well-written. Uh, it, it, it's a great book. Everyone buy this book, Messed Up. And uh, Julie, where, where can they get this book? So it's, you can get it on Amazon. Okay. Messed up, recalculate the direction of your life and find your way forward. And yeah, you can get it on Amazon. I also have a website, julieshecker.com, and you can go there. Yes. But um, yeah, I, I, I love it. You can even Thank call you her. Me number you can call her Pastor Julie. And she. Uh, <laughs> you can call me Pastor she, Julie. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. And the movement is the name of the church, uh, pastored mm-hmm. by uh, Pat mm-hmm. Lynch as well. Where is this church? And if somebody has no place to go tomorrow, Sunday, where might they go? So they can go to Movement Church in San Marcos. We've been there for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Pastor Patrick Lynch. Yes, Movement Church San Marcos. Um, and they'd be happy to uh, welcome you. I will not be there because what? literally as I'm talking to you, I am with my two little grandbabies and their little bro- their little sister just came into the world oh, and I wow. got a picture. 
Well, yeah, that's congratulations. That's grandbaby number seven. Oh my, that's part of the equation as that's well. Awesome. See, if when when the plane hits you, you hit it back. You can have grandbabies too. That's right. So, <laughs> well, we've only got about a minute and a half or so left. Do you have a very crisp, concise message that you want to leave? You're a pastor, you know. You're looking at the clock. You you got to deal with the clock. So do I. A very quick word, like a you know, thirty seconds word. Then I'm going to allow Bray to tease the next segment, and then we will go to the next segment. So thank you for joining us for these last two segments, Julie Shaker. Uh, A quick word of encouragement to our listening friends, Julie. Yes, for you if you're listening, I just want to encourage you to steward well the story that God has given you, because you have no idea how the Holy Spirit is going to use it, how God wants to use that in the lives of people. And so it comes down to to stewarding your story. Start writing it down. God begins to direct, but you got to get that. you got to get that tail in motion. And so I can't encourage you enough. Your story is the only, it's, it's so unique to you. And your story with the Holy Spirit is going to be so powerful in someone's life. Yes, yes. And my listening friend, if you feel like you too are messed up, you need to get the book by Julie Shaker, and you can find out about it in Amazon.com and other resources as well. Thank you, Julie, for joining you, us Julie. on this remarkable story, wow. remarkable book. Get it. Get it. But also uh, the story that God is, uh, has placed inside of you. It's on. time to get it out. Yeah, there, you, there you go. Yeah. Uh, a quick thought, Bray, and then we're going to have to take a break, and then we'll summarize everything that we talked about. And, uh, you know, it's like in a, in a factual book, you do you, the, the preface and you do a summary at the end. We'll do that summary at the end at the, the end summary. of this hour. Bray, quick thought. Oh, I mean, this is amazing. The, the people that we're having on the show tonight is just empowerment uh, for the people that are hearing it, empowerment for me, encouraging. This is what it's all about, guys, sharpening yes. each other. Let's, yes. let's go. And steward the story that's in you. Steward it well. Thank you for that, Julie. And Bray, we're going to talk about stewarding the story that's within right. you we are. in this last segment when Bray Wyckoff of Kingdom Writers Association. (laughs) How do you deal with this when we come right back? This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And I'm back with good friend, and he has to be a good friend for me to put up with him, and he says the same thing about me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm back, too. <laughs> yeah. Bray Wyckoff, Kingdom Writers Association. I'm hoping, and Bray's hoping, and you're being stirred to actually, whatever that calling is for you, to not be an armchair quarterback, so to speak, but actually mm-hmm. be activated in what you're doing. Bray, I'm gonna, I want you to, to bring kind of a summary statement or two. I saw yeah. your eyes glaze over there, but I, I'll, we'll deal with it. <laughs> Um, I want a kind of a summary statement on what we've talked about and the solutions to that summary statement. And I like what our last guest, Julie uh, Shaker, said. She said, steward well your story. I'm going to hand it to you, Bray. Yeah, it's all about stewarding what God has given us and uh, whatever it is. It may not necessarily be writing. It might not be writing. And if you're listening to this, God's speaking to you about whatever that is that you're called to do. Let's start stepping into it. Come on. And it's time for us to show up. You know, Kaz, we, 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 we just didn't stumble into a radio show or we just stumbled into writing books. It's like we, we were called and we answered that call. That's right. And here we are doing whatever it is yes. that he's called us to do. Yes. 
And um, it's time. It's time for us. And we've seen that all through the show, each one of these people coming on here, sharing with us their their heart what and what God has birthed through them. Um, children's books. Sure. Uh, salvations. Uh, falling from planes uh, and crashing, <laughs> but praising God and hearing from God in between the crash and the fall. And that's not one thing that wasn't mentioned, but that was one of the things in the book. She was, while she's going down, she's praising the Lord. She's praising the Lord. She's praising the Lord. Yeah. And the Lord says, I like that. Uh, we don't want to finish this off. You're yeah. just beginning. I literally heard her say, I felt like it was a thief on the cross moment where wow. the thief on the cross said, just remember me on his, on his death. He's about to die. And here's Julie falling from the, from the sky thinking she's going to die. And he and she's like, all I want, you know, whether I live or die, I just want to be with you. Yes. And that's the same with the thief on the cross. Just remember me. Yes. And he was saved. Yes. And uh, that's powerful. So oh let's go, guys. Let's, Let, let's it, go. I we, mean, we're a mighty army no, army for God. We, let's we, go. If you ever seen him dressed in his garb, you'd realize he he's a dangerous a soldier. He wears the what's the called the chainmail mesh yeah, yeah. and things like that. Sometimes in character on the. And I love that because it really shows your, your this is really your character showing yeah. through. You're a warrior. I am. Let's go. I'm Come a, on. I'm a warrior and uh I'm a warrior for the Lord. I will be a fool for the Lord and in and, and the fool for the is in the eyes of the world. Yeah. So let's write the books that you think the the world doesn't want and see what God does with it. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> what a challenge. And that's the supernatural part that Jill's talking about. If we don't we need to have a weapon. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's calling us to write a book. He wants to weaponize that book. Oh, he yes. wants to weaponize your words where he's going to do his supernatural thing. Sometimes we get so caught up, Kaz, that we're the ones in charge that we need to do the saving. Oh, the my. Lord saves. Yes, he does. We just have to write what he's called us be to faithful. write. Yeah. Be faithful. Be obedient. Yes. And, and, and see what he does. Would you agree with me, and I'll let you extrapolate on this as well, there's never been a time like this in the world, the way the never. world is going or not going, yeah. and there's never been a time where believers in God uh, have had the opportunity to, right now, the harvest is ripe. It really is, because a lot yeah. of people are going, none of this stuff makes sense. Where's the sense in this? The book that God is stirring you to write will help them understand a piece of the sense that this makes, and whether it's being an artisan as far as writing a book or a radio show or uh, just t- communicating with people when you're in line at Costco. I mean, yeah. it, well, I'm serious. Yeah. Whatever it is, do it well. And my listening friend, no matter who you are, God has crafted you and is crafting you to do it well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just talking to you about Nehemiah's wall Yes. and uh, the symbolism of that. Like each brick, each thing that that they were putting together required a bunch of people to come together yes. to build Nehemiah's yeah. wall. And some people had corner pieces. Some people had the middle part of it, and some people were just kind of alongside helping as well. I mean, it yeah. takes more than one person to build a wall. Yes. It takes more than one person to build a church. Oh, wait a minute. Did yes. I say that? <laughs> and it takes more than one person to build that book. Ooh. You need the editors, and you need the graphic designers. Ooh. You need the you know the formatters. You need all of these people. So God is gathering people today like no other time. And some of us feel like we're we're displaced even in the church, right? We're seeing oh, yes. people not coming back to church, mm-hmm. but they're still wanting something uh and and their identity is being really attacked. Yes. And so it is time guys to find whatever it is. The church is there to help you find whatever it is to really encourage the body of Christ to go for what they're called to do. Go for it. Um, you, you know, we're not all called to be, uh, you know, the choir boy or the, the one that's collecting the tithes. 
we're we're there to do other things. Those yes. are service things, but those aren't callings. Yes. And so it is time, guys. And stewarding your story is huge. And that goes up with the 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 scripture picking up your cross daily. Oh, I like it. Picking yeah. up your cross. It doesn't say picking up the Lord's cross. It says pick up your cross daily. So start writing daily. And we're coming up into July where we're going to do a July write-a-thon. It's going to be writing every single day. And can you write 15 words minimum a day? Can minimum. you do it? Yes. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. So my listening friend, I'm, I'm going to ask you, now I know you're shy and everything, but, <laughs> but not, but anyway, Bray, I'm, I'm going to ask you, I want you to tell people about Kingdom Writers Association as though, you know, there may be some other opportunities, you know, if you're not even a writer, maybe you're doing something else, there may be other venues to use, or there may be other writing venues, mm-hmm. that's okay, Bray wants you to write. Yeah, and right now one of the things he's seen is a dearth in the area of writers and being willing to write. So he's filled that gap, and I tell you what, he's doing it. He and his wife Jill are doing this in a remarkable way. And Kingdom Writers Association, you know, may start out in San Diego, but it's blossoming all over the United States and in other nations as well. But my listening friend, the deal is you gotta move forward. And if you don't know how to move forward, or if you need some inspiration behind that. Kingdom Writers Association is one such place. Yeah, it's, right? it is a place that the Lord is building, and he's building a lots of different places all around the world. Yes. We're partnering and networking with tons of creatives and writers and groups and what they're doing. It's not just a KWA logo. It's sure. it's about the Lord. Would you say that there are a lot of people around that are just frustrated? May They may even have thought, you know, maybe a book is in me, or two or three or four, but they don't know what to do in the next step. So talk just a moment about these people, because you're built for those kind of people, but you're also built to nurture people who were just only passively thinking about it, right? Yeah, we usually, I usually point to the, the whatever your, your, your tears are, the tears, the things that you're crying over usually points to the direction that you, you should be writing about. What are, the, what are those pains that, that the enemy has, has uh, put into your life? Um, and, and now it's time to plunder the darkness, as, as Craig Muster says, um, and he wrote the book, Plunder Darkness, uh, to go into those dark areas that, that the enemy has stolen from you and actually redeem it with the Lord. And it's through our storytelling. Yes. It is time. You know, but then there are people like you. You're, you're not only a great storyteller, but you and Jill are great administrators as well. So one of the things that I see, you know, I always look for words and double entendres and words <laughs> and things like that. Yes. That's part of who I am. Yes. But you say, what, tell us about your tears as in the, the weeping that you've uh, experienced, wondering for solutions for problems. But when you do that, <clears throat> God will cause the other tears, uh, the different layers of your creativity, those tears. I-E-R-S, yeah. those tears, yeah. and the T-E-A-R-S right. are related. Once you realize that you have a creative heart, and you do, you're built with one yeah, because you, you have the Lord's Spirit within you. Once you realize that, then you realize that those tears of, of anxiety or fear or doubt or things like that can turn into tears of creativity, yes. T-I-E-R-S, and it's all there within you. It's yep. in you. It's in you, guys. It's time to write from a place not of pain but of victory. <clears throat> so it's time for us to get into the place where we're not writing just our pain, Kaz, but we need to write yes, from right. a victorious That's viewpoint right. what God's done and what he's doing and where he's going. And if you don't have the actual, if that has not come through, but you know it's going to, then go fiction, go fantasy, go with another yeah. uh, um, a genre as well. So we've got about a minute left in this. Why don't you give people a way that they can find out more about Kingdom Writers Association? My listening friend, while I am 
pitching Kingdom Writers Association. I'm pitching you being yeah. all you've been called to be. That's yeah. it. We're in the times like never before. Nobody can do it like you can do it, whatever it is. Ray, take a about uh, one minute, and then I'll close the show, and we'll say sayonara, and I'll, I'll give people. <laughs> I'm heading off to Israel. Uh, That's right. Very soon, we'll talk yeah. briefly about that. Ray. First Thessalonians five eleven says, "Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other." That is what it's about here at KWA. We're here to encourage and build you up and to say you can do this and God is with you. He's not against you. He's called you to do this for a reason. Hey, I failed English. I failed English. This is the Lord. And here I am. He's having me lead an international writing organization. I've written books that have won awards. Uh, You know, that's the Lord. He's going to do the miracle, but we have to show up. That's right. And it's time for us to show up. Christians, let's go. Yes. It's time. Kingdom Writers Association. Find out more about that. Bray Wyckoff, <laughs> thank wow. you for hanging thank with you, me Kaz. for this two-hour period of time. My listening friends, I mentioned that I'm heading off to Israel. I've got uh, a, a ministry calling over there specifically, so I'm going over for spef- specific reasons. Yeah. One of the reasons is you may have heard that uh, in the book of Numbers, chapter 19, it talks about a red heifer, and there's only been nine red heifers uh, since Moses's day, wow. and and the Jews believe as soon as a red heifer is uh, appears uh, c- comes about, and those that red heifer ashes are are sprinkled uh, in the Gihon springs, and and the Jews get uh, anointed with this uh, uh, the ashes from the red heifer. That is a signal of Messiah Ben david coming the messiah son Come of david on. Wow. And, and we from a christian standpoint we know that there, there is one who already has dealt with that blood sacrifice and we call him joshua ben david as well this messiah ben david but we have a different point of view on that yeah and i think god is going to bring the, the jew and the gentile together Come on. and i think i'm going it's over time. there to see how that happens the person that actually helped discover some of these red heifers that have been are being shipped over to israel is a a Texas rancher named Byron Stinson. So I'm going to be going over there. So the shows that are going to cover in my absence, the first one is going to be an interview that Byron Stinson did with me a while back. And so while I'm over there, you're going to hear a rebroadcast of that show. My listening friend, Bray and I have to go. We want you to know that God loves you, but we want you to steward your story well. Bray, thank you, brother. Thank you, Cass. Love you all. Go for it. God bless. Bye. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.